0: everyone welcome back to another episode of the podcast and today I want to talk about my good old friends Airbnb again and uh, if you haven't seen already I've posted on my social profiles about guests now getting fed up with Airbnb so it's not just the hosts and I want to explore why and obviously discuss what we can do as hosts to try and ensure we stay ahead of this curveball with the guests getting fed up with the Airbnb model as always the episode is sponsored by the Luke Stays Academy and iPrac. If you haven't checked them out, head over to the show notes and have a look at those. So the article basically goes on to say that guests are now getting fed up with the low-quality properties on Airbnb's website. Uh, guests are overpaying much more than hotels uh, as cleaning fees have gone up and you know all these other hidden costs that... Uh, hosts keep putting into uh, these properties and um, they're they're paying a lot more than say a standard hotel facility. I think the Airbnb movement has definitely given many opportunities to many people including myself to be able to operate a, a hospitality business from a property but in recent times I think Airbnb have just literally allowed anyone and everyone to list a property on this website with no regulation around it and what's happening is you're getting very, very low standard properties, and people are booking them. Uh, maybe the pictures look better than they are, and then obviously the guests are turning up. I also think guests are getting a bit sick of, and it happens a bit more in the U.S., I think, than the U.K., but the sort of you must strip your bed. You've got to take the bins out. You've got to do this, that, and the other. And, you know, if you think about a hotel stay, you literally just dump your towels on the floor and walk out the door. And, you know, that's really what a hospitality business is. And um, I'm not saying guests, have the right to abuse the property but they have the right to use it and they shouldn't expect to clean up after themselves especially when they are paying generally higher amounts of money than a hotel facility so for me obviously I um, recently purchased uh, another hotel and uh, we'll add the third one into my portfolio and I never really thought I'd go into the hotel game but I have been pleasantly surprised with the numbers, and there is... I thought there was a shift away from hotels, but it seems now there's a shift coming back to hotels because of this movement where guests are maybe just getting a bit fed up of all these host restrictions, um, and don't get me wrong, we do it, you know, we get them to verify, we want terms and conditions signed, we want IDs submit, and then we want a deposit. Now, hotels do something very similar, they just do it on site, on check-in, and it's a lot easier um, than maybe... You know the guest feels when they have to go to these different websites, and they've got to do this, that and the other and um you know they're getting chased from obviously guest handlers to to complete them so they can get their lock codes and you know if they don't do it, they're not getting in and you know that can cause issues, especially if they're you know stood outside in the rain or you know it's late at night or whatever. but I think there's got to be this fine balance of you know we need to act like hotels. And we've got to give a better experience than a hotel, I think, if you want to make this model work, if you, especially if you're going to be charging more than, say, what a hotel room would cost. And I think, you know, at the end of the day, we're not a hotel in the main uh, for these, you know, service apartments, service houses. Uh, they are, they have kitchen facilities. They've got, you know, lounges. They've got, you know, a lot more to offer. So I think that's where you can justify the increase in costs over and above, say, a standard hotel room. However, the services aren't there, so you potentially, you know, haven't got a a, a clean going on every day or a bed change going on every day. You haven't got somebody there to welcome you in. You haven't got, um, you know, potential breakfast or, or evening dinner facilities. So where does that cross in terms of, okay, well, we're charging more, but we're also not offering those services that maybe a hotel will. So it's trying to find that balance And I think Airbnb have lost this. I think Airbnb, you know, they had a time when they used to verify guests, although not very well. um, And now that's gone out the window. It seems anyone can book on Airbnb. They had a time where, you know, it was seemed to be a bit stricter to get your property onto Airbnb. Now it's literally every man his dog can put a property on. And also, uh, scammers are taking other people's listings with pictures and putting them on as well. And they're managing to get away with that. Again, uh, you know, dive into IPRAC because IPRAC protects your guests on that front. Um, you know, and is why I am a big advocate of IPRAC and what they do to build the confidence, uh, between ourselves, the hosts, and the guests. As a bit of a a side topic there, but you know, back on topic, I think we have to be uh, really uh, trying to make their experience as best we can, better than a hotel. And in the main, I I think Airbnb really are getting it wrong at the minute. And if they're not careful, I think. I mean, don't get me wrong, they're a huge organisation. They've got so much stock, and I'm pretty sure they're not going to go bankrupt overnight. But you know, when you start pissing off your guests, who is their customer, as And they've already pissed off the hosts with various things like air cover, the COVID refunds and many other things, the lack of control, the resolution fees, um, you know. They're, they're in hot water here, but what can we do as a host? Obviously, I always stress how important it is to get your direct booking game in order, and I think you've got to be working at that. You need to be 70%, 80% direct bookings as much as you can every single month. Get that consistency, and there's many ways to do that. I think you need to be less and less reliant on someone like Airbnb, who probably is the worst in terms of lack of control on your business at least with booking.com and some of the other sites you can argue the toss-on cases uh, for refunds whereas with Airbnb it's almost like we're not even going to listen to you as a host we're just going to fully refund the guests and keep them happy so um, you know you, you, you want to try and get less reliant on Airbnb as a platform and you want to get more reliant obviously on yourself and that is the biggest thing I think you've got to take away from this but when you do set up a property you need to be setting it up in a way that it is high quality um you're delivering on an easy experience, so it's simple check in simple check out. You're not demanding too much from the guests. And you want to try and arrange it a bit like a hotel, you know. So try and have, you know, our hotels, I think, work because they're automated hotels. So I got rid of the staff, so we've kind of added the service accommodation element into it in terms of check in, check out, and making it easy. But then we are offering, you know, the, the hotel standard that people are expecting from a hotel. Uh, obviously, minus some of the facilities, but I think that's factored in in the rates slightly. So, you know, that's why I think the hotels are working well for us at the minute, but... Uh, we then take need to take that to the to the service element. Now you're probably not going to be you know serving breakfast in your service departments and things like that. I'm not saying you've got to go that that far, but there are certain things that you can do to try and just leverage up that experience and start helping the guests feel like it is better than a hotel experience. And I think if you do that and you achieve that, then you'll always stay ahead of this curve that is happening. There's a lot of, you know, all you gotta do is jump on TikTok, Instagram. There's plenty of people venting about, um, you know, I saw a TikTok video yesterday and I think there was something like 25,000 comments And it was basically this guy just almost like taking the piss out of um, an Airbnb stay versus a hotel, and how you have to do all these things with the Airbnbs, and how you you know these rules and stuff like that. And it just shows you. But the comments, you read the comments, you can see why guests are getting really annoyed with the Airbnb style operation. And you can you know have a look at those comments and just take take note and say, okay, we need to stop doing that, or we need to start doing that, and you will then deliver on that experience. And for me, that will help you survive. It will help you thrive. And no matter what happens with Airbnb, if you're working on your direct booking game, getting off the OTAs, you will always have a business that you control. And I cannot advocate that enough. So that's it for today. hope it helps. As always, please like, share, subscribe. And uh, I love your feedback. I love your comments. If you do want to drop me a DM, let me know. And I'll see you on the next episode.